There it is. There it is. Hi, everyone. What up? If you're getting on, go ahead and share our broadcast. If you're watching our replay, replay. Replay. <laughs> replay. Replay. <laughs> replay, then go ahead and share. We'll wait a few minutes. Did you share? Oh, my head. My head, not my head, my, my hair. Did you share the story? Mm-hmm. It's on your page. I know. I guess I... Anyone join yet? I feel like people see it more when you share it that way, that's why. Yeah. Give it a few seconds. <laughs> do, 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 I can see it. I don't know, I do see it. Standing in the G. Yeah. But you only see G. Oh, when you hit the thing, yeah. Alright, let's go ahead okay. and get started. I'm not waiting all day. Okay, you open up our prayer. Alright. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, God, for what you're going to do. And every person's life that hears that, that people would get something from this and that they would have a revelation about how important it is to stand in the gap for others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Who joined? Two people now. Probably my mother. Yeah, one's your mom. Who's the second one? Probably you. Probably me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, today we're going to talk about standing in the gap for your family, for your friends, and for the your, the nation. And yeah, I think it would be, it's gonna be something that's good. Mm -hmm. Hi, mother. Uh, you wanna read for me? Yeah. But yeah, maybe I'll share my dream after. Okay. What scripture are you reading? Sorry. Yeah, I'm just making you turn to anywhere. Um, Genesis 18, 22 through 23. All right. Genesis 18. 18 what? 22 through 23. 22 through 23. All right. So the men turned from there and went toward Sodom, but Abraham still stood before the Lord, when Abraham drew near and said, Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there are fifty righteous within the city. Will you then sweep away the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous who are in it? Thirty-three, sorry. Thirty-three, okay. Far be it from you to do such a thing, to put the righteous to death with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. For be that from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? And the Lord said, If I find Sodom fifty righteous in the city, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Abraham answered and said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord. Who 
I am, who am but the dust and ashes? Suppose five of the fifty righteous are lacking. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And he said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. Again he spoke to him and said, Suppose forty are found there. He answered, For the sake of the forty, I will not do it. Then he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose thirty are found there. He answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. He said, Behold, I have undertaken to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty. He just keeps going down and down. It's funny. Suppose twenty are found there. He answered for the sake of twenty, and I will not destroy it. Then he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak again but this once. I've read this. I just never realized how funny and repetitive it was until now. Suppose ten are found there. (laughs) Do not be angry, Lord. But what if there's only ten? He answered, For the sake of the ten, I will not destroy it. And the Lord went his way when he had finished speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. Okay. So if you're joining us, go ahead and share our broadcast. We're reading out of Genesis 18, 22 through 23. I mean, 33. And this is when Abraham was pleading with the Lord to save Sodom and Gomorrah. That's when um, God saw that there was a lot of sin. There was a lot of um, just unrighteousness going on in the um, city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's where his nephew, um, Abraham's nephew, Lot, and his children and his wife lived. And so he was pleading with the Lord to save Sodom and Gomorrah because his family lived there and if you read on to chapter 19 um god rescues lot and his um and his family um god told lot or his whole family to not look back when they are running out of the city and you see that the um his wife what was that noise i have no idea that oh, i thought it was your phone um but then you see um Lot's wife looks back and she turns into a pillar of salt. And but that was just one story that I wanted to um to read. Can you t- you can say anything? Yeah, I mean just even with that you can see that you can actually keep evil things from people just by being a Christian and praying and holding steadfast in a town or a certain area. You know because, you know, from my experience, even with life, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I've noticed that when you pull a spiritual authority out of an area, out of a home, out of a region, that bad things happen once you pull a spiritual authority out of that area. And the reason why is once you pull something out that is keeping the devil from attacking and bad things start to happen when you pull that spiritual authority out, you'll see things change. You'll see where things won't look the same. You'll see more evilness about. You'll see people doing more cra- like crazier sins. You'll see people dying more. You'll see people getting more sick. And you don't know why. It all of a sudden just hits you. And you're like, what's going on? It's like, But again, when people leave a certain area, you can connect it. And it's simple. It's, it's as simple as saying that because I am here in an area... Evilness cannot abound because I am covering this city. I am praying over this town. I'm praying over Fairmont. If people from Hana, I'm praying over Hana. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the gap for this region and for this area. 
Yeah. You can keep bad things from happening to your own family just by having a relationship with God. It's simple. And, and it really is important because you, you don't know what kind of power you can have mm-hmm. over, over family. And, and you being a Christian, guarding your family. Yeah, and you you've seen it. I've seen it in households where you pull a Christian out, he moves, he goes somewhere, she moves, she goes somewhere, whoever it may be. You pull that out, the rest of the family isn't saved, and then they begin to wonder why their whole lives went into chaos afterwards. It's and it's not a coincidence. It's not because that person was special and like helped the family more. It was because the devil could not attack something that the believer was in. But once you remove any spiritual authority, that gives free reign for the devil to do whatever. So it is important for you to know as a Christian, you stand in the gap for your family. You stand in the gap for the people you were around. Not only your family and friends, though, but for this nation. No, for this nation. Have people standing up for righteousness, and you look back in the in the Old Testament where you have prophets standing in the gap. And we're going to read out of Ezekiel. There, there's a but, lot, but God used Ezekiel to stand in the gap to to be a watchman for his time and for his nation during that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read out of Ezekiel 22, 23 through 20, um, 31, and the subtitle it says the sins of Israel's leaders. Verse 23, again, a message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, give the people of Israel this message. In the day of my indignation, you will be like a polluted land, a land without rain. Your princes plot conspiracies just as lions stalk their prey. They devour innocent people, seizing treasures and extorting wealth. They they make many widows in the land. I can't read good today. Your priests have violated my instructions and defiled my holy things. They make no distinction between what is holy and what is not. And they do not teach my people the difference between what is ceremonially clean and unclean. They disregard my Sabbath days so that I am dishonored among them. Your leaders are like wolves who tear apart their victims. They actually destroy people's lives for money. And your prophets cover up for them by announcing false visions and making lying predictions. They say, my message is from the sovereign Lord, when the Lord hasn't spoken a single word to them. Even common people oppress the poor, rob the needy, and deprive foreigners of justice. I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land, but I found no one. So now I will pour out my fury on them, consuming them with the fire of my anger. I will heap on their heads the full penalty for their sins. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. And I love that scripture. That's so good. I looked for someone who might rebuild the the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land but I found no one in that time God found no one God's looking for someone to stand in the gap for people and you know I, I just want to even say this did you ever think about when Jesus says you are the salt of the earth that as a Christian Look at it from this standpoint. How long does the earth last after the rapture of the church? And you can believe you're mid-trib or pre-trib. But either way, whatever way you believe, 
And if it's, if you believe in mid trip, then then this validates my point even more. But you can see how quickly the earth crumbles, and God's wrath is poured out right after the rapture of the church. Right after the church is pulled out, you can see how fast things collapse. Because you preserve, you stand in the gap for a nation. You stand in the gap for this world, like that scripture says. Hi, I'm Michael. looking. Hey, Mike. I'm looking for people to stand in the gap to rebuild the wall, but I found no one, so now I'm destroying the city. You see that with the world. What happens when God pulls the church? That's when the wrath of God is released upon the earth. You see that there's nothing. that The only thing that's holding God back right now is the believer here on the earth and us seeing more people go to heaven. But that's why it's so important for people to understand and for you to understand. Take dominion and ter- over the territory you're at. Wherever you're at, pray for your nation. Pray for your area. Pray for your home because you carry a power that you know you don't even know you have. Because I can guarantee you, once you pull out of an area, you'll see things shift. You'll see things. When there's no spiritual authority in an area, I've seen it. I've seen it in in different areas. I won't go into detail. But you can see it. Once you pull a spiritual authority out of an area, bad things happen in that area. Things that you never even would have thought would happen when you pull a power, when you pull God's people out of an area. Because now the devil can attack you. That's like what I was saying earlier. It's so important because God is looking for people that will stand in the gap, that will pray for a nation, that will pray for an area. But if he can't find anyone, then he can't do anything in that area. And the devil has free reign to just go in and run everything down. And and that's what you saw in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's like getting, yeah. (laughs) But even with that scripture, it talks about standing in a gap, and it means to intercede. And what does intercede mean? It's to plead a case for others, pray for their situations and needs. And you see back in the book of Genesis, what we just read, 18, um, you saw that Abraham pleaded on behalf of his family. And that's what we need to do for our nation. We need to plead on behalf of our nation. And then even building that wall. What is that wall for? What is a wall for? For protection, for privacy, to keep the enemy out. Mm-hmm. That's what they had before to um, in the city walls. They had walls to protect the enemy from getting in. And that's what it is. You build a wall. You have to stand in the gap. You have to be um, interceding be- between man and and God, and you have to stand in that gap and, and intercede and intercede for your people, intercede for the nation and say, mm-hmm. Lord, I am here to yeah. stand in that gap. I am here to save this nation. I'm here to so that you can use me to save my nation. And you have to be able to intercede. And I the question is, how do you stand in the gap? And if you want to turn to Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It's like even the scripture came to mind, you know. The Bible says, if my people humble themselves and pray. Oh, that's what. The okay, is. really? Second, yeah. Okay, you can I'll, just, I'll just flip there. No. Second Chronicles what? 7.14. 7.14. I'll go ahead and read it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. funny. Seven fourteen, And it says, if my people who are called by my name... Humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. You want me to keep going? You can. I will. 
Now my eyes will open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. Okay, I'm going to do that. Like, it will be burnt. Okay, keep going then. Okay. But even in the scripture, 2 Chronicles 7.14, um, If you humble yourselves and pray, see if I won't heal the land. That's what God said. And how do you stand in the gap for your nation? How do you stand in the gap for your, your family, for your friends? It's by prayer. It's by intercession. It's by pleading for them, for that nation. And, and um, even last night I had a dream and this is what brought all of these scriptures and this is what brought this sermon into being. It's because I had a dream last night and this is the second dream I had of my family. The first dream was there was missiles coming and hitting Hana and everybody was running crazy and living their normal lives but people were running crazy and I had my family and I was the only person that knew where the place of refuge was. And it was funny because it was Hannah's store there in Hannah. But I think in the spiritual realm, it was like I was the only person that could take my family of a, um, to a place of refuge because I was the only person that was saved in my family. I was the only person that knew what to do. And um, even last night, I had another dream. And me and my family went on a vacation. We went to Oregon, I think. And his family came along and we stopped somewhere and we was on a hilltop and we were looking, looking out into the ocean. And I don't even, Oregon is not even close to it ocean right i don't know no it is it's oh, it is yeah okay i don't know but anyways we were looking on we were on a hilltop looking out into the ocean and there was two canyon balls that just came and it was like we were watching the sunset it was pretty everybody was living their normal lives and one cannonball came and hit the ocean and it was like at far out by the sunset and you could hear the you could hear the boom you could hear everything and then another one came and then we all started running and we we knew where that safe place was but um not everyone came on the trip like not all my family came on the trip and i had to call home and i called my cousin to go check on my grandpa because he stayed home and i told her can you go check on papa i is he okay are you guys okay but anyways, that, that dream kind of, to me, I asked the Lord, what is this, Lord? What, why? And even during that time, you saw everyone um, there in my dream. People were calling home and asking their family, is it all right? Are you guys all right? And for a, a cannon to hit that, to hit the United States or America, we would probably all have been dead. But we didn't die. Nothing happened. You just saw it like there was just like a big splash and that's all it was. But... I believe that the Lord was showing me that, yeah, um, because you had people calling home and saying, oh, are you guys okay or whatever. And it was like people didn't warn. It was like people were, what is that word? I'm trying to like regroup my thoughts. Um, but it was like people didn't have... Um, An understanding? Understanding. They didn't have the... Um, um uh, revelation like what, what not revelation but they didn't know that 
this time was coming. And I, I believe it was the Lord's return. It was an unexpected time. Yeah, it was unexpected. And so they were trying to scramble around, calling home, calling their family and say, are you guys okay? But I believe that's how people are right now, that that you are, we are just scrambling around. We're just living our lives day to day, and we're not interceding. We're not standing in the gap. And I that checked, like that kind of... Um, what you call it that hit me because i i know i do pray for my family but am i really interceding am i really pleading on behalf of my family on behalf of mm. my nation and i i feel like i haven't i feel like i have to step up my prayer life i have to step up my intercession time so that i can see just like second chronicle seven fourteen says if we will humble ourselves and pray see if he won't heal the land that's what we need to do even in this kind this kind of time right now where that we're in we need to step up and intercede intercede we don't want to be like everyone in my dream just scrambling around and asking and seeing if people are okay seeing if this is the time are we gonna die or is my family gonna die is are they gonna be saved are, are they safe and we don't want to come to that time where the lord comes back and and we don't know if our family is going to heaven. We don't know if our, the, our friends are going to heaven. We don't know. We need to do everything we can in our power mm -hmm. now to get the gospel out. And that's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to stress on that. It's time to get to sound the alarm to tell people about God to bring people into the kingdom. Your family, your friends, but not only that, but the nation, because I believe that even it, it were. In um, Ezekiel, where God was asking, he didn't find no one to stand in the gap. We need to be someone that God can use and say, here I am, Lord, mm -hmm. use me. I want to intercede. I want to, even in the night hours, I remember when I first got saved, I remember the Lord giving me dreams and I would have, I would wake up in the middle of the night, two, three in the morning and praying for that specific person that the Lord put in my dream yeah. so that I could intercede. And I was like, Lord, I am tired. I have to get up at 6 a.m. to go to work. But I know that he gave me that because I was willing I was willing to intercede. I was willing to stand in the gap on behalf of whoever that was in my dream. And mm -hmm. there was many times. And I remember one time I had a dream of someone and they got into an accident and they, and they died. And <clears throat> I just went back to sleep in that dream. The, next, the very next day, someone died because of that same thing. And I believe... That's not what the Lord wants. He shows his people stuff. Even in Deuteronomy, it's like our favorite scripture right now. I think it's Deuteronomy 29. That revel um, hidden things belongs to the Lord, but revelation belongs to his people. Mm -hmm. The only way to get revelation, the only way for God to speak to you is to have communion with him on a daily basis. It's yeah. through prayer. It's through spending time in his presence and him showing you, this is what I want you to do. This mm -hmm. is what I want you to pray for. This is who I want you to pray for and who I want you to stand in a gap for. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's important. It really is because, you know, God will give you Dreams, God will give you people to pray for. I, I've remembered having times where I've woken up. Cause you, and you can tell when something's spiritual or if it's just your mind. Because there, there are times where I, I've woken up and I've, I've felt like, okay, this is... 
this is God speaking to me. This isn't just a, another dream. You can tell the difference between when God gives you something and, and I've gotten up and I've prayed for people. And, and, you know, that dream didn't come to pass, thankfully, because, you know, I believe when you intercede mm-hmm. that that stops stuff like that. Because it's like I had a dream that a, a young kid committed suicide that and, and you know, it, 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 you, it, when I felt it, it just felt demonic and you, you could see the attack and, and little did I know what would happen later on in his life to, to maybe cause that. Nothing ever became of it. because, And I honestly believe it's because you are praying and interceding for people. I haven't seen him for years. I, I remember um, another friend of ours, Amanda, had a dream about someone. And she had a dream that they committed suicide. And she prayed for him that same night and ended up talking to him. And he said, yeah, I was actually thinking about doing it that last night. And he said, I just, he said, I, a warmth came over me. I, I felt to stop. And it was like during the same time she was praying for him. Stuff like that happens. You intercede for people. And I, people don't realize, as a Christian, you can be the only person that that is going to see someone go to hell, see someone do something rational, lose their life here on earth. Just because you didn't pray or just because you did pray, that'll reverse things like mm-hmm. that. My family, I mean, my family on the uh, Haddock side, my mom, my grandma, and and all the way up. They all have dreams. They all have had dreams and and spiritual things that God has revealed to them in the night hours. And and they've they've prayed over things. And I believe it's kept spiritual attacks. One of them actually was about my uh, great-grandpa, who's like 87 now. And one of them woke up and had a dream that his... uh, that he was driving, and if you knew the road, it's like Hana, the Hana Road. It's very windy, very very back, um, very narrow. And they had a dream that he decided to take his truck to go get it fixed. Well, and he didn't have uh, he didn't have brakes, and he ended up wrecking. Eighty seven years old, you know. And turns out they go out, call him, see if they're doing all right. Him and uh, my great grandma and grandpa are planning on driving the truck because it needs a brake change. And they come in, they, they tow the truck, the brakes give out on the way on the way out. And, and, you know, that shows you that there's a spiritual connection that God will give you for your family, for your friends, maybe even people you don't know. You have probably heard stories about people interceding for ministers in Africa or ministers that are in a dire situation, waking up in the middle of the night praying for that person. There are plenty of stories like that. But God wants you as a Christian to intercede. And it doesn't even have to be spirit-led sometimes. God wants you to intercede. Again, like that scripture said in in, um, 2 Chronicles 7, you have to intercede for your nation for it to be healed. You have to humble yourselves and pray. You're the only thing keeping the enemy from from running amok in this world. And the sooner the Christian realizes that I'm the only thing stopping the devil's attack, the devil's plan on this earth, on this nation, is my prayer life, is my dedication to God, is, is the choices that I make. I think the church would pray differently. I think the church would act differently. I don't think it would be in the same situation now. I don't think churches would be closed. I don't think churches would be in a position to where they're being ran over by the government if they knew the spiritual authority that they carried and what they said carried a power with God. I don't think we'd be in the same situation. I think it would look very different. Yeah. 
even look back in the book of Ezekiel, what we read, and even spiritual authorities were sinning. They even prophets was yeah. prophesying. There were false <coughs> prophets and saying that this is what happened, so that they could back up their sin. And I don't know. Even nowadays, you can see a lot of people who are who think who are in spiritual authority and and they are leading people astray. They are yeah. leading their sheep astray. Um, but. You might ask the question too, why doesn't the Lord stop things? Why doesn't the Lord stop this wickedness from happening? And I have a scripture here. Psalms one fifteen sixteen it says, The heavens are the Lord's the heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of man. The earth has given to has been given to man. Has it has been given to you him, me, you who's watching. Mm -hmm. God has given the earth to us. So we have to take authority. We have to be the people that will cultivate a, a time of prayer, intercession, so that we can see what heaven come unto earth. He's mm -hmm. not gonna just make things happen. We have to, he needs people that he needs um god needs people to use he can't send angels out to do the work to go minister to people to yeah to tell them the prayer of salvation he needs people he needs men because yeah. earth has been given to us yeah and and that's the thing in the beginning you see where earth was given to adam god gave adam mm -hmm. the responsibility of the earth god never changed that god never changed the fact that man still had control of the earth yeah, the devil had more power in the Old Testament because there wasn't a, a spiritual connect with God. We were apart from God. But God still gave the earth to man. Man has controlled the earth from the beginning of time. So when we start seeing, and this is one thing that got me in 2016 when during the presidential election. You'll probably see it as we get closer to the election. Maybe you won't because we're honestly getting very close and it honestly doesn't feel like it. But one of the things that always upset me and see, you could see people post it all the time. No matter who's president, Jesus is still Lord. Yeah, Jesus is Lord, but it doesn't. He's not Lord over the United States of America. He's not going to run this country. Mm -hmm. Jesus isn't coming down. Jesus isn't going to. You have to understand the people you appoint in office are the people that will run this country and decide things what you can and cannot do. So you can't just negate the fact that. It doesn't matter. No matter what's going on in, in this world, Jesus is still Lord. I'm pretty sure that's what people are thinking right now in China that just turned over to full-on communism. I'm pretty sure that's what they're thinking right now is no matter – no, they understand that the person in charge is who's giving them all these laws. Yeah, Jesus is Lord over your life once you, you receive him. But until Jesus returns back on this earth, he's not going to set up his kingdom on this earth. It's given to you. You have to understand that the, what you say, what you speak, what you do right now will echo onto eternity, will carry spiritual authority, will carry a spiritual power that cannot be broken. You can't just sit and idly by and watch things happen. You have to do something about the spiritual. Yeah. Every person was yeah. created for a work. Um, God, even mm -hmm. back in the book of Esther, <laughs> Esther was created. She was there for such a time as that. You who are watching, you are here for a specific time, yeah. for a purpose. And God needs to use each one of us. And even if you're watching today and you, you have listened to what we have talked about standing in the gap and you want to be that person who, who stands in a gap or you want to be like Isaiah, God asked, who should we send? And Isaiah said, here I am, Lord, send me. Mm -hmm. And 
If you want to be that person today, if you, Lord, send me. I want to stand in a gap. I want to stand in a gap for my family. I want to stand in a gap for my friends, for my nation. You need to be righteous before God. God only can use people who are righteous. God only can use people who are a child of Him. And so, even the Word of God says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that He has been risen from the, from the dead, you will be saved. And the Bible also talks that all have fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. But Jesus died so that we can be bridged back to heaven. We can be bridged back to our Father, mm -hmm. our Heavenly Father. And if you're here today and have not received Jesus into your heart, have not received forgiveness, have not received the love of God, just pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. I confess that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that he has been risen from the dead. I am saved, I am redeemed, and I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. And I'm just going to pray for you. Lord, I thank you for every person, um, every viewer that's watching, every person that has said this prayer. I thank you that you will seal their lives for your glory. I thank you that you will use them. Even as you have used us, I thank you that you will set them apart for your work, that you will anoint them for a great and mighty work. I thank you, Lord, that you will protect them, that you will keep them safe, that you will even um, begin to speak to them through your word, through your Holy Spirit, even as your Holy Spirit lives in them, that your Holy Spirit will guide them, your Holy Spirit will speak to them. I thank you, Lord, that you will just make yourself real to them. Show them your love. Show them your true characteristics. And we thank you for every person. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. And if you're just joining <clears throat> now, we talked about standing in a gap. You can re-watch the broadcast. You can re-watch re the replay. It's a really good... Um, a really good. It should be on podcast thing. too. Yeah, we'll put it in podcast too. But we need people to stand in the gap for our nation, stand yeah. in the gap for our families. I believe it's because myself and Lee House stood in the gap for our families. I believe that's the reason why they are now all coming to repentance. They are now hungry for the word of God. You see, my cousin Kai and my mom, Kai called me last week that they wanted to learn more about the word of God. You know how long we've been saved? You know how long we've been praying for our family? It's because we stayed faithful to the Lord. It's because we set, ourse we set ourselves apart. And we stood in the gap for our family. Because it's people, yeah. God will, will bless you. What you do for others, He will make happen for you. Yeah. Even during that time, I still go out and save souls. I still go out and preach and the word of God to other people. Because I know that what I do for other people, God will do for me. And even my mom, for Mother's Day, she asked for a Bible. You would have never seen that in the first couple years that I was saved. But I know that the Lord did a work in their hearts just because I stood in the gap. And yeah. you now need to stand in the gap for your family, for your nation. Mm -hmm. It's important. Family members of mine, you got, you got, you know, I got to pray for my own family. Because I have unsafe family. I have family that needs to... Come back to God. They've forgotten, and it's important. And we don't. And honestly, we don't have much time left till the return of Christ. I don't believe that we'll, we will. I believe that every person here will, will see the rapture of Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't. I don't believe that there isn't a generation that'll miss it at this point. Yeah. I, I believe we're that close. Yeah. So you know, 
do, it's important. do whatever it takes to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out. If you guys have any questions, anything that you want to learn about, we we our desire is to teach the word of God. Our desire is to pour the word of God into yeah. people. And so if we need to go on more, so people need to learn, we will do that. Yeah. No, no for real, we will, you know. And so any, even any topics that you want to learn about, message us and we'll do a podcast on that, a broadcast. But yeah, yeah if you said that prayer, even on the replay or on the podcast, send us a message. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to connect you with a church. Um, I know Kela's back in Hanum now. Surprise. He surprised his family. But he'll be having, uh, he'll be having revival services. I don't know when I'll post when he is, but please go there. Get touched by the power of God and get filled with the Holy Spirit and change your lives over and because he needs people in Hana, he needs people across the United States, across the world to stand in the gap for your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we love you guys and thank you for joining us. Have Bye. a good day. Bye.